0: What's up, everybody? It's Mr. James O'Neill here, keynote speaker, National Board Certified Math Teacher, Math Consultant, and today, your podcast host. My mission is mastery for all, empowered by equity for all, through the belief of expectations for who? for all y'all. And if I'm saying y'all, you already know where I'm coming from. I'm coming from the South, the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina, the QC. And today I am super excited that you decided to join me All right, so today is another one of those days where it's just off the dome. And if you know what the dome is, it's off the top of my head, however I'm feeling, however I'm flowing. And I just wanted to just go in for a little bit about this. And it is all students deserve grade level instruction. Now, I know when I say that, I I hear the resistance from teachers and educators. And what about the IEPs? And what about our students with disabilities? And what about exceptional students? I am telling you, again, emphatically, from my heart, that all students deserve grade level instruction. Okay? And I'm not talking about plans that are legally binding. I am talking about students that are sitting in classrooms where teachers have made the decision that they do not deserve to be on grade level because of the gaps that they have. And teachers are constantly perpetuating this idea that students can get caught up if we never give them grade level work. Now, I said it like that because I wanted to, to hit you that that's impossible. Right. And it's a mindset shift that I am telling you today that even our kids who are exceptional, that have plans, that have 504 plans, that have IEPs, that the goal is for them to see grade level instruction. Now, I know our systems are not all set up. Now, I'm not talking about, now y'all don't don't listen to what I'm saying cuz I'm in the system. I understand the system as much as I understand the system. I've been a part of the system for the good and to the for the bad, okay? I am not saying that our system is set up for all our kids to have success. I am saying that the systematic way in which we think specifically classroom teachers and instructors and admin the systematic way that we think we are not setting our kids up for success because of the simple fact that we just don't believe they can do it. Y'all, I don't know why I'm going in this early, but I, y'all got to listen. Don't click me off. Keep me on because I want you to hear mindset shift. I want you to feel Feel the energy of the shifting of the mind. And I want you to hear my story. I literally was in from 2008 to 2015. I taught, and as you, if you heard the podcast, in the fourth most violent city, according to alarms alarms.org in America for cities over 10,000 people per crime or per violent act this was the fourth most violent city in america in 2019 okay and so this was the report said now i lived in a time where i know that i knew it was a place of violence i lived there for two years and so we were a failing school right and the state was coming to come and take us over i didn't know this at the time i was in pittsburgh and i just needed a job i left north carolina and i'm just like oh i'm going to pittsburgh um because that's where i felt god was leading me um to and i and i lived there for eight years and taught seven years while i was there and while i was teaching there Because I was a newbie, never been in a classroom before, never had my own classroom, I'll say it like that because I went to student teaching, never had my own classroom. I had this mindset and this mission that black kids are gonna learn under me. I don't know the drama. I don't know all the beliefs and the system. I'm just fresh off the press. And I'm just like, I'm here to make a difference. And because that mindset has always been my mindset. Now, when I say black kids, because I was a black male, I was, I am a black male. And I know that growing up, it just seemed like people didn't believe that we can do it. But why am I doing it? And I had this narrative, God, I'm just like, I'm really strong about this right now. I had this narrative in my mind that I'm not exceptional in the sense that I'm the only one that can. No, I know others can. And so my belief system spoke to my lesson planning, spoke to my instructional design, spoke to my instructional practices. My belief system spoke to who I believe could do what I was teaching and so what ended up happening is that year after year after year there was growth with my students and there were if you're in the fourth most (laughs) most violent city then you know you have challenges you know there there's probably poverty there's probably violence because you're in the fourth most violent city you know there's probably drug action there's a lot but even in there in that a lot there's still a child that needs to be loved there's still a child that wants out of this lifestyle. I know it's systematic. I know it's a cycle. I know that I know my boys got caught up in the drug game. And I know they got caught up. And I know my girls, by the time 10th grade, it was just like, if you can make it through 10th grade and not get pregnant, that was the year of pregnancy. I know, I knew about the trauma of this community. I learned about it and I lived there. And so I saw I knew in the summertime I had to pray hard because I knew somebody's going to get shot. It was the cycle of the community. But when you lived there, you also knew that there were so many loving parents. There were so many, so many supportive parents. There were so many loving and supportive parents teachers that wanted to see students succeed and supported them there were so many horror stories that kids went through that you could not believe that this was happening here but then there were so many success stories of students working their way out to be something to go somewhere and so I knew then and there that my mindset was different from a lot of people And I say that because I want you to understand that that child does have a story. And yes, that child does have gaps. And I teach the content where we want a gap galore. It's just like math. It's just like they don't know how to add. They don't know how to subtract. They don't know anything about fractions. What do they know? Did you hear me get loud on that? What do they know? Like they didn't come in. No child is standing before you, sitting before you a blank slate. It doesn't matter how many guys, they know something. And if I can tap into what they know and the belief that they know something and they can learn something more, then I can seek success. I say this all the time in the content that I teach, and I know higher math people or higher ed can just be like, well, it doesn't apply to me. You know, it does because it's your mindset. It is your mindset. It is, I'm coming for mindsets today. And if you let me help you, I'm going to help you today. It is your mindset. And so when I think about the math that I do teach, when when we just talk about algebra, algebra, and if you think about the kids that come to me and be like, they don't know their timetables. Today, we're not doing timetables. I am going to teach you slope intercept form, right? And that B, which is the Y intercept, is where the line starts on the Y axis. Are you telling me that a kid can't learn that? I don't care what they don't know before that. That is the foundation. That's the foundation of what this problem is. You're telling me that they can't read a problem and differentiate between two numbers? and say, well, that's the number that's changing because it's gonna, it says per day. That's the number that's starting because it says that's how much you started with or at birth. You're telling me they can't differentiate between those two numbers. I don't believe that. I don't believe, no, I don't believe it. And because I don't believe it, I don't see it. I don't see kids struggling to differentiate between those two things. Woo, gosh, I need y'all to get with me today. I just felt something just just me just i just need y'all to get because i don't believe it i don't see it i just need y'all to get with that because i don't believe it so the reason why i don't see it let me explain that the reason why i don't see it is because i work too hard to debunk it i work too hard to simplify this and present it in a way that kids can understand that they can make connections so the learning is on them. I work too hard to break this down for you to believe that this is going to be extremely hard. No, not. No, ma'am. No, sir. Not for my class. And because I don't believe that kids can't, I don't see kids can't. Yes, there are times, let me just be honest, there are times when you look at a child and you be like, I'm not able to get to their belief system. So much trauma, so much. And, and somebody gonna try to use this as an excuse. You got 25. No, no, ma'am. No, sir. I'm talking about two or three kids. I know. No, ma'am. No, sir. No, no, I'm not talking about that's my whole class. No, that's your whole belief system. That's not your whole class. That's your entire belief system. You need to believe something different about those kids. And you need to believe that they deserve grade level instruction. I don't know why when I get into these talks, I need to stop naming these before I start talking because when I start talking, (laughs) it now shifts because I want to just name this podcast Believe in Your Kids. I want to name this podcast It's Your Mindset. I want to name this podcast (laughs) that I don't see it because I don't believe it. And that is the God knows truth to what I have seen over the 15 years in my classroom. I stepped in my classroom, a clean slate saying that they're going to learn today. And I remember walking into, (laughs) I remember walking into this classroom in Homestead, Pennsylvania. No, no, Homewood, Pennsylvania, which was considered the hood. I remember sitting in the back at a desk and watching kids, it was like kids gone wild. Because Mr. Porto was retiring and he ain't care no more, and I was just like, well, I need a job, and this this is what they're this is the closest thing I can get to a job. And I remember taking over that class, and those kids gave me so much resistance because I actually taught them, and they were actual. Oh gosh, I'm oh I just had a flashback to my students there, and they were actually learning, and it was a battle, y'all. When I tell you it was a battle, Google. Gosh, it was a battle because they were cussing and they did whatever they wanted to do. And I had to come in with correction and I had to come in and be like, y'all, we're going to learn today. And in that short amount of time, those kids made annual yearly progress. That class. This is me fresh, fresh out, fresh off the press. Just just wet behind the ears, making progress because what do you believe about your kids? Like, I believe they deserve grade level instruction. I believe that they should not be doing seventh grade math when they're in eighth grade math. I don't care that they don't know their timetables right now. Is that what we're doing today? What do they need from that part of the timetables? I don't care they don't know fractions today. What do they, do they even need fractions today? We're Today we're talking about graphing. We don't need fractions. The only thing we need to understand, the numerator, the denominator, rise, overrun. That's what we need today. Today we're talking about translating points we don't need multiplication today right now until we get to dilations and and the dilation that we get to y'all just multiplying by three and four is no negatives and so it's like what do my kids where are they at and what do I did what do they need and how do I get them there they deserve grade level instruction they deserve teachers who believe that they can they've already seen so many people that don't believe that they can if you're teaching in a community where there is deprivation where there are lack of resources, you already know your kids are dealing with a mindset situation where they, use, they go home and they see non-belief. They, they go home and they listen to people many times that don't believe in them. They look around in their community, they don't see belief. I'm sorry, yeah, you have to be the hope. I'm not sorry, yes, you have to be the hope. You have to be the light. You have to be the person that encourages them to be their best. And that's the role that you take on because you're the teacher. And if you're saying you didn't sign up for that, then you didn't. And you might want to get out. And I know that that hurts because you're just like, well, who? We already got a teacher shortest. So who's going to do it? Somebody's going to be called to do it. I just don't believe God is going to leave himself without a witness. That's what I used to hear growing up from uh elect lady. God is not going to leave himself without a witness. There is going to be someone that has to be trained. And this is why we our teacher programs are trash. I'm going to say it because they don't prepare you for this. Just because I know calculus doesn't mean I can teach it. It's just like, y'all, the system is so horrible in preparing us to get into that classroom and really make a difference. Somebody needs to check your temperament. Do you know that many first time teachers have a struggle with discipline, struggle with correcting kids? And that's the thing that I was. I remember sitting in the classroom, Miss Cherry, Miss Cherry at the time. And we did not get along. But I remember her one day, there was a smart mouth little girl who just wanted to run her mouth all the time. And I just did not know how to combat that. And she just looked at Miss Cherry and I appreciate her saying this. she was like, you need to give her a consequence like she keep talking to you a certain way (laughs) you need to give her a consequence and when i gave her that consequence i was like oh that's what that feels like okay somebody needs to teach me how to give consequences I need to be coached in that. And because we're stepping into classrooms where we're just really wet behind the ears and many of us have a story of why you want to be a teacher, but when you get into the conditions of some schools, when you get into the administration, the lack thereof in some schools, that thing starts to wane. It start to leak like, why do I want to do this? Why do I want to do this? Why do I want to do this again? Because the conditions are not favorable for many, many, many teachers, but I believe our students deserve grade level instruction. They deserve an educator in front of them that believes that they can. And I'm saying that can be you. I'm saying that can be you. I am saying that should be you. And you should do some work. I had to literally work on who I thought could or couldn't. I remember even doing some math that struggled that I struggled with. And I literally will keep that from my students because I was like, if I struggle with it, I know they're going to struggle with it. No, sometimes James, they're not. Sometimes they get it quicker than you. Woo, and that deals with my pride, right? Because I'm the bearer of knowledge and, and no one knows more than me and no one can make a greater connection than I am. And I had to deal with that. Still dealing with that to some degree. But I've come a long way in depriving my students from brilliance because I struggled. I am not the ceiling. I am a door, right? When you're the ceiling, that means you can't go higher than me. No, when you're a door, you're you're giving access to students. And I had to transform my mind to be like, give them access. And what I discovered is the brilliance of some of my students that saw things in ways that I could not see it even though I had been teaching it for 10 years because they were given the chance to make the connections, which many times when I was in school, I was not given the chance to make the connections. I was just told, this is what it is. This is how you do it. And this is not even why. Our kids deserve grade level instruction. Our kids deserve someone who believes in them. Our kids deserve for you to be able to support their learning. And yes is a lot. And yes, they're a lot. And yes, some days they get on your nerves. And yes, some days they want to fuss and cuss and and say they hate you. And then the very next day they're like, hey, Mr. O'Neill, you got some food. Like I I just don't get it. But to them, that moment is they're not rational beings. I have to be the rational one. And so I wanted to encourage you today is that our kids deserve grade level instruction. And you deserve to go through the process to believe in them. Okay. That's all I got for you today. I hope something I said helped you out. So I hope you enjoy this podcast and you know I am readily available to come in to talk to your schools, to talk to your teachers, your students, whomever concerning mastery for all or even the content that I displayed in today's podcast. You can reach out to me at any moment at info at mrjamesoneal.com and O'Neill is spelled O-N-E-A-L. I would love to come in and support your school, your teachers, your students anyone concerning the topic I talked about or just around mastery for all, please visit my website at www.mrjameso'neil.com. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Mr. James O'Neill and or LinkedIn and Twitter at Mr. James O'Neill no dot. I am so happy that you are with me today. I hope you feel empowered, inspired. Most of all, I hope something I said to you today tells you that you have the power to make a change and make a difference in your world. As always, I'm super excited that you decided to join me. Have an amazing day.